0: You're
1: a monster! Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got Caleb and my boy Devin. Devin, what's up, dude? Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, dude, just another day. Getting so jacked for this draft. Uh,
0: we're almost there.
1: Did it? Did it feel like this came out of nowhere, though? Because I do feel like this came up really quickly.
0: <laughs> it, it, it did, but I think it, it's just crazy because how many crazy off season moves there were. Like, it almost feels like we haven't even been in an off season. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe that's it. Because yeah, there's just been so much craziness going on,
0: and it's typically so quiet.
1: Like, you know, you have all these free, like this was the year you have all these free agent moves, but then you had all these crazy trades,
0: crazy trades. It, I mean, never saw some of these coming, you know, big wide receivers being moved. And I don't think we're done seeing them being moved. You know, like it's it's just it's been insane. Yeah,
1: it's going to be interesting, guys, but we're going to go ahead and jump right in because we had a couple running backs. We didn't get to last time we want to chat about and obviously with the NFL draft just a day away. We want to make sure we get some tight ends in there for you guys to watch out for, because guess what? When you're looking at these dynasty leagues or even redrafts, a lot of times, man, it's a good shot to take on some of these rookie tight ends because people are going to over, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, well, overvalue some of these other tight ends and miss out on some of these really good rookie tight ends that can possibly be game changers. So we'll get into some of that for you. But first one on the board that we want to chat about, we briefly talked a little bit about last week, last week, last episode. My bad guys <laughs> is James Cook from Georgia. You know we, um, you know coming from a split backfield. Ooh, sorry, coming from a split backfield. We know that. Uh, why can I not think? I can't even think of that guy's name. Who was his? Who was his partner? Oh,
0: um, yeah, Samir
1: White. Jeez, goodness, yeah, Samir White. Yeah. Zamir White. So we talked about Zamir White last episode, and now we're talking about James Cook. I know you like James Cook a little bit more than Zamir White, though. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, and PFF has a great uh, comparison here for him. Um, and maybe this is why I like him, you know, just watching his play style <laughs> is, you yeah. know, he's very similar to uh, Naheem Hines. Um, he's mm-hmm. very good in the pass game. And he's basically just a mismatch for even some of the nimble NFL linebackers just because of how elusive and how fast he can be. He just blazes past them. And I think that's going to be a thing where he's going to really shine in an offense. Um, you know, we've seen it the past few years with Hines doing well, even with a guy like Taylor. You know, Taylor still does well in the passing game sometimes. Um, then you think J.D. McKissick. You know, you've got a guy like uh, Gibson being the bruiser and then uh, McKissick comes in as that change of pace, third down back, you know, and really does well. And a lot of teams have really, you know, seen an emergence from that. I mean, even look what um, Matt Ryan was able to do throwing to uh, God, the running back they have there. Cordell Patterson. Patterson. Thank you. You know, obviously he's like a wide receiver running back hybrid kind of thing, but that's kind of what I think of when I think of, you know, Cook and how he can be as far as a running back just because he's a very, very good receiver. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The, the big thing is um, with him being built like that receiver, you know, he doesn't really have <laughs> that. Like he doesn't have that Dalvin cook aspect when it comes to pushing, you know, through a pile or, you know, right. you know, jumping through the holes. So I think that's one yeah. of the areas that he could really, you know, seem to uh, find some improvement on is, you know, really bulking up, getting that muscle going and being ready for the NFL. But I mean, as far as that change of pace, passing back, I mean uh, one place I would almost even like to see granted, I'm sure they're probably going to bring back in um, their veteran, but I could almost see something nice with him being like a like change of pace. And I know you probably won't like this because I know you're high on him too. But like Denver, you know, you have Javante Williams, who's going to be that real good bruiser back. Mm, Give somebody like James Cook. Yeah. I, I know, I know. But like, hey, yeah. here, here's the thing, though. The Colts, <laughs> there was mul- multiple situations where the Colts wouldn't even have Taylor in for multiple play, you know, multiple possessions or even on third downs. And I mean, he still was able to finish his RB one. You know, so you could still see something
1: Derrick Henry went down, but that is true
0: too, which is another, (laughs) another area where I was going to get to outside of Denver. I would almost see him going somewhere like maybe somewhere like uh, Tennessee, you know, yeah to kind of take the weight load off of Henry since he, you know, he is coming off of an injury and they don't, his body's been used so much. Give that change of pace back. Cause Henry's not like he got utilized a little more this past year in the passing game, but let's be honest. Derrick Henry is just a guy that's just going to absolutely manhandle anyone that comes over him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if you give someone like a guy like cook, I think that's an offense where he would actually really be able to shine in there in Tennessee.
1: Yeah. I, I actually don't disagree with it too much. He ain't going to Denver. Don't
0: don't even Denver. If you're let's listening, be, let's be honest. Denver's going to bring back. Uh, I just forgot no, his name. They ain't
1: doing that. They're not bringing back Gordon either. Okay,
0: so <laughs> Javante <Nathaniel>, only. <laughs> hey
1: Nathaniel, don't make me call you and let you know what's what. Let Javante run. All right, let's just let, just let him do it. You don't you don't need him. All right. Um, but Tennessee, I actually didn't mind that comp. Um, I do like James Cook a little bit more than some of the guys we talked about last time. Um, only because. I know what James Cook is. Okay? Like I know what he's going to be able to do. He he's a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. Um he's got some of the best hands in the in the whole entire draft as far as pass catching comes to me. And again, like you said, he's almost kind of built a little bit more like a wide receiver. If he was 6-1, probably almost rather him be a wide receiver, yeah. but he's not. Um it, but he's got great speed, great burst. He has no power whatsoever. This guy is like you said, he's not going to run through a line. He is nowhere near his brother in that regard. Um again, only at 199 I I'm just gonna round up because I hate 99 numbers so basically 200 pounds he doesn't play even like a 200 pound running back yeah like he plays like a 185 running back um but again his hands is what I'm is what I'm looking at he does got some great power his speed 4 440 which is great and his broad jump was 10.4 um well 104 t- was his broad jump which again great power um or Great explosion. Let's just put it that way because that doesn't always translate to power. But great, um, great explosiveness that he can bring. Uh, and dude, he's a home run hitter, man. Like he, you can get him in space. The only other knock that I don't like about him is this dude ain't shifty at all. He is a mm-hmm. straight runner. He reminds me, dude. There's times where I'm like, man, does he even know that there's other angles he could take? Like <laughs> right? he, yeah. he runs straight like Forrest Gump. <laughs> like the dude just pff, beelines it and. Like I'm not going mean, to, I mean, he, he does move a little bit. Uh, he's not as bad as Forrest Gump, but he, he basically, he's just not shifty. Yeah. And again, he's, he's five eleven, one ninety nine. This guy should be elusive as you know what. Yeah. Like he should be able to be very, uh, you know, very mobile, like a Kadarius Tony. You know mm-hmm. what I used to, I used to say like he was the human joystick. Like, yeah. He should be shifty like that. And he's not. So the, the only big thing I'd have with him there may, you can't really coach that. He just doesn't have it. Um, you know, I don't think you can coach el- elusiveness. Um, but again, I think it could still work for these teams. And I wasn't even thinking Tennessee until you brought it up, but that would be an all right fit because I think they already lost Deontay Foreman. I think he signed somewhere else in the offseason. Yeah. yeah, he did. And I wasn't much of a fan of, I forgot the rookie they had anyway um, to begin with. So, yeah. so you might as well just keep bringing them in and see what happens because it's going to be cheap contracts. He ain't going to go until the third or fourth round, most likely in the fourth, um, which is fine. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I would rather take a shot with James Cook and, and he is keep in mind guys, he will be, you know, dynasty draft worthy in my opinion, because of the fact that he can
0: pass be, that, catch so well, be that big he play can, guy in the past game. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent, especially, especially if you're in a PPR format, I think he's definitely someone, even if he doesn't do something this year, depending on where he lands, I think he's worth that taxi stash just because he's somebody I think that is going to get a shot in the NFL to really be Mm -hmm. that like Heinz or JD McKissick kind of player.
1: Yeah. And he can still run between the tackles. I'm not saying he can't.
0: Right. It's just, it's just his size. He like, and like you said, he doesn't even run like a 200 pound guy, you know, he, he runs like he's lighter. Um, That's (laughs) kind of, that's kind of his downfall with running. I mean, granted, he did have a, what it was in the national championship game. I think he had like a 60, 70 yard run. I think it was against Alabama in that national championship Mm -hmm. game. Um, so, I mean, he still can get through and he still can run. Um, he's just not going to be that, you know, that guy that's going to elude a tackle, you know, coming through the line and then just break off for it. You know, um, it's going to have to be a a guy where that offensive line has made him a massive hole and he's just going to cut and go. And, you know, like you said, it's, it's not even much of a cut. It's just a straight run.
1: Yes. like like, I, I was, when I was watching him, I'm just like, dude, (laughs) move <laughs> yeah um, but again having four forward speed he can get past those linebackers as long as it is straight so but these linebackers in the nfl man they can take better angles than they they can in college yeah so it's, again it's just gonna be very interesting to see um where he lands and, and who he's gonna be able to work with um i think if he has a solid uh running back right in front of him again like a derrick henry because mm-hmm. let's be honest derrick henry is not going to be but he's also like six one, two twenty, 220 whatever 230 whatever so yeah. he's not going to move like he's not going to be very shifty, but it can still maybe help benefit, uh, you know, James Cook. So, uh, last running back we wanted to chat about is uh, Tyler Al. Oh man, I Al- forgot Aljair. Aljair. Okay, there yeah. we go. Let's work on that. Um, <laughs> I even I even listened to the name before we did it. And <laughs> I already forgot it. Um, he's intriguing because of his size. I love this size. Five eleven, two twenty four. I love that. I love that so much. I'm um, coming out of BYU. Um, basically, he's no nonsense, man. This guy is just gonna run straight, straight for you. Perfect for his size. Um, great vision. I mean, when we were talking about, uh, was it Z- yeah, Z- No, Rashard White. Rashard Dude White basically, yeah. basically had no vision whatsoever. Can't figure out what holes left and which ones right. I don't even know mm-hmm. if he knows what the gaps are. Again, my bad, bro. Um, not worried about it with this guy. This guy is just fantastic. He runs between the tackles very well. He runs outside the tackles. He's gonna be great if he runs in some sort of zone scheme. Um, the only thing that he really needs to improve on a little bit, and I say a little bit, PFS is saying a lot. I don't think he was that bad, but it's just his creativity. I think yeah. his creativity was a little lackluster, but at the same time, I think it wasn't as bad as I've seen with some of these other backs. I would rather again. I will take a shot on Tyler over either white. Um, no doubt about it. And again, they're projecting him in the fourth. I think he'll go pr- right around the fourth makes sense to me. So a little mid fourth, um, mm-hmm. probably early to mid fourth round would, would be good. Um, but again, if he goes to like a team, like dude, cause again, we don't know what the jets are going to do as far as they're running back with Michael Carter um Tevin Coleman I mean that doesn't seem that didn't really work last year so they might be in the market for one yeah and they tend to draft later and he's kind of the opposite of a Michael Carter Michael Carter's a way smaller back mm-hmm. you know coming out of Duke was it
0: yeah he came no, out of North, yeah. North, North, North Carolina North Carolina yeah blue yeah, team. yeah. him and Javante were there together thank you
1: so coming out of North Carolina they <laughs> go he's even a blue team geez Tyler <laughs> um, but a completely different back way bigger. And he's more of a, between the tackles versus a Michael Carter that can run between the tackles, but it's really more better in space. Yeah. So the, um,
0: the, the thing I like about Tyler too, like even for, you know, maybe like you said, someone like the jets, you know, kind of be that change of pace back for Carter. Cause obviously it looks like Carter's going to be the option for him. You know, he's, he's the one that seemed right. to have the, the better play for him. You know, he was a little more emergent for him. Um, but with Tyler, what's nice is um, he's an outstanding pass blocker. Um, They already were upping that offensive line there. Um, Obviously, they're, you know, gung-ho about trying to get a big receiver. They've got a lot of draft picks. Um, They already have, you know, what, Denzel Mims. They have Elijah Moore. um, No, not Elijah Moore. Yeah, yeah, Corey Davis. You know, so they have some good receivers as is. I think Zach Wilson is a pretty decent quarterback. Um, I think, you know, especially if you can buy him the time, it's really going to help him out as well. Uh, So I think the fact that Tyler is a really good pass blocker is something that could be, you know, very beneficial for that team or any team. You know, I think of um, last year in the draft. um, I'm a big Notre Dame fan, of course, and the Panthers went with uh, Trimble, the tight end out of Notre Dame. And while he's not the best hands or the best just uh, out there, you know, receiving tight end, the dude's one of the best blockers I've ever seen. And, you know, you know, and that's the thing is sometimes you just got to have that guy that, you know, can be in there and can still catch it if you need him to on like a little, you know, slant or, you know, um, you know, anything like that, but also that guy that's going to be able to take that big hit to, you know, give that extra second to a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even with his, you know, size that I like a little more, I think his run style needs to be changed up just a little, you know, kind of, and I guess this is maybe where PFF was talking with the creativity is because at, on, at only that only that like 220 pound build, He runs like a power back and, you know, and he doesn't have that 240, 250 pound style that Derrick Henry does. Um, So, you know, that's going to be the only thing. And I mean, obviously you can get in the weight room and you can get that up. And as long as you can still, you know, operate with it, then, you know, he's going to be someone good. Um, But he doesn't have a lot of that, like big speed burst almost. So if he can get bulk up a little more where he could be that guy to just power through, it's going to really fit his play style.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, cause I mean, he also, you know, believe it or not, guys, even at his size already, he only ran a 4.640. So, that might be that might be it. I still think he was pretty creative. And I even think that he was... I think he runs or plays a little bit faster than a 4.6. Uh, yeah.
0: You, I, you I hear think, that all the time. I think the thing with him, too, though, that made him look really good. And, you know, it might be something that, you know, maybe the scouts are seeing. And maybe that's why PFF has him a little lower. Is he was behind a pretty dominant offensive line there. at BYU. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that was a pretty dominant offensive line. So that's going to make guys look better too. Um, So um, maybe that's another thing that they're seeing with it is like, yeah, he was able to do well, but it's because, you know, he had a hole every time or, you know, something like that. You know, I mean, (laughs) let's, let's be honest. Like, don't get me wrong. Taylor's great after the catch or, you know, after contact, but when you've got a guy like Quentin Nelson opening holes for you, that really helps a lot, you know? So it, it, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that pans out, but I I do agree. I like him better than the whites. I think he's someone that could actually, um, you know, if he bulks up a little bit, he he could be a very good power runner. And he's going to be someone that's going to be good in those short yardages and goal line areas.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, even, and this will be my last point. So we got to move on to these tight ends, but it just kind of reminds me a little bit of James Conner. You know, mm-hmm. James is not, like, he's not a big back. He's not a fast back. But, dude, he scored, like, 18 touchdowns this past year. Like, I can easily see somebody like Tyler doing that. Yeah. Like, you know, goal line work, all that, you know, inside the 20, inside the 10. Like, I mean, he could be dominant in there. And that's just what kind of keeps coming to my mind. And I love it because I, when you think of him, like, you're, you're, you're watching him play. You're not sitting there thinking, like, dude, oh, my God, this guy. You 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 don't. But at the same time, you watch him, you're like, no, this guy's great. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's a he's a good running back. Like, there's not a lot to dislike. But there's nothing that leaves me saying, like, dude, if I don't draft this guy first overall, like, holy crap. I'm a, I mean, he's going to be a superstar. I don't have that vibe, but I definitely think there's guys that are being ranked ahead of him that I can easily say, no, he's going to be a bust mm-hmm. versus this guy where I'm like, I don't see him being a bust. I see him being a great fit for the NFL. <laughs> Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I'm at is, you know, I, I would have him ranked way higher than people seem to. Um, but, you know, again, that's because they're wrong and I'm right. Isn't that how it goes? That's right. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on to these tight ends. We got a few good ones, and we got one that we're just going to do an honorable mention on. Um, but first things first, we know. We know who we're going to talk about. Trey McBride.
0: God, God, I don't even think we really a,
1: need to talk to him.
0: Talk about I mean. Him. <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it's hard because we're coming off a year of last year where even though he didn't put up the craziest season, you know, Kyle Pitts obviously has been probably one of the best prospects we've seen in a long time as Mm -hmm. far as the tight end position goes. But man, McBride, man, he is a he's a he's a baller. He is just athletic. He is just he's he's a freak when it comes to the um, play style. And like he is just I think he's going to be someone's going to absolutely shine in the NFL.
1: Yeah, it's really crazy because he scored one touchdown this season. I don't know if you guys even know. He scored one touchdown, and we're talking about this guy like he going in the second or possibly third round. And what's really funny to me is the tight ends typically go late second, early to mid thirds. That's just, that's kind of where they're coming in at. I -hmm. think uh, Kelsey and um, uh, Waller, I think all of those guys were third round picks. So I I see that they comped him with Dallas Goddard. I I'm not a fan of that comp because I'm not also a massive fan of Dallas Goddard. But mm-hmm. when I'm when I was watching film on him, the one thing that I just kept saying is like, dude, how would that guy get open? And that reminds me so much of what I say when I watch Travis Kelsey play. Yeah. Like Travis Kelsey just always seems to be open, and the, the same here, Trey Mc. He's just always open. I don't yeah. know why he's always open. He's just always open, and he's playing freaking you know for Colorado like our Colorado state, not even Colorado, he's playing for Colorado state. So there's probably not a ton of talent out there, but him, but dude, I I just love it. I mean, he's got great route running ability. He's probably the only tight end in this draft that I would classify. is an all around tight end. Cause he can block and catch and get downfield. Um, I wouldn't say fantastic speed, but like for a tight end, it's almost elite. Like he four five, like, There's some some wide receivers that aren't even hitting that. And again, great ball skills, insanely good body control. His physicality is off the charts. Route running, again, is just fantastic. You know, again, really good broad jump at 9-9. Again, for a tight end, (laughs) freaking good. I just, he's ready to go, man. I I don't know anybody that's looking for a tight end right now or is looking for, he's not, I don't think he will be like the generational type talent that Kyle Pitts is. I, I will say that, but if you're looking for a really, really stud tight end and you need one, like desperately need one, this is your guy. Yeah. And don't miss it. <laughs> like, don't miss it. I think, I mean, do you have a team that you like him, like, uh, <sighs> have him go into?
0: Oh man, that, that's what I was just trying to think, you know, some tight end needy teams, um, I mean, I think you uh, I mean, can always need a tight end. I don't think there's a team yeah, that's necessarily needy That's j- just needy for it. Yeah, that, that's very true, too. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can always use a good tight end. Who do you, who do you see him going to? Do you have a team in mind?
1: Uh, let's, let me think. So, th- you know, third round, probably third round. Think of some people, third round picks. Um, so, obviously, you can knock out, like, you know, your Kansas City, your San Francisco, your Vegas. Um, you know, Gronk hasn't even signed. Will he go back to Tampa? Um, pretty much outside of that, anywhere. Um, yeah, good fit. One that I would really like to see would be Chicago.
0: I'm not a okay. massive Cole Komet fan. Um, see, uh, I, I, Notre Dame. You know, I yeah, I, I gotta I like Komet. I just I I just don't think Komet's got a chance to really try to shine. This will be his first year without because Jimmy Graham was still there last year. Still took some of it. You know. So I, I, you know, and obviously it'll be too late for a guy like this, but, um, I think this will be commit Um, but at the same point in time, I can, I can see that because he hasn't really proved himself. So I can see why you would say that. Well, and even then, dude, what about your Colts? Man. And you know, I was thinking of that too, but with, you know, some of the other holes we need and knowing how Ballard is and me trying to get in Ballard's crazy mind that, you know, is a (laughs) masterpiece, um, there's Already been some footage of Mo Alley Cox and uh Matt Ryan uh yeah. catching, you know, yeah. and it looks great. And then they're very high, and I mean, I like him too, but they're very high on Kylan Granson that we drafted last year. Mm. And what's nice about Granson is in the event that we don't go a quarterback and like Ellinger is our guy, him and Granson play high school ball together, so they already have that kind of you know chemistry as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I do see the Colts maybe doing something like this. But I mean, that's if they do, it's gonna be someone that they're gonna he's gonna to have to fall to the third, I think, for them to try and go for him.
1: Yeah, which is fine. Cause I think he'll fit in. You know, he could he yeah. could get into the third, but um, all right. Yeah, there's nothing else we really need to say about Trey McBride. He's a freaking yeah. monster. He's definitely by far the the best tight end coming out of this draft. So go get him. Uh next one, Greg. Uh oh no, this is UCLA. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. I almost got excited for you thinking it was because it was like Notre Dame colors. Um, oh yeah. The, UCL, <laughs> the Bruins here. Greg uh Dulich. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong cuz I did not look at that one before we popped up. I think it's I think it's I think
0: it's Dulkage, Dulkage, whatever. That
1: works. Um So again, little <laughs> undersized.
0: He was a walk on. Yeah, that That's the thing. He he does a very good job of getting open. Um he might be one of the best for it but he definitely, he's got to get a little bigger for that tight end position. I think that's going to be one of yeah. the biggest things for him forty-three, man. Yeah. yeah. Real small. Like Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see, but he's very good. Um, he's just a very natural receiver. Um, he's good at avoiding contact. He uses his hands and feet in unison to do so. Um, but just, he's so thin, you know, like he's just got to have to bulk up. Um, uh, I guess, you know, he's already, you know, come quite a bit because he was 210 um, when he showed up at UCLA, um, you know, so he has wow. definitely, you know, bulked up some, um, but, you know, it's he just really needs to good. really, hit, yeah, he really <laughs> just needs to hit that, continue to hit that weight room and really, you know, uh, just show that he's that strength tight end that can, you know, be great in the blocking game mm. uh, as well as, be, you know, be, a, be able to, you know, be like Travis Kelsey and just, and even Gronk and just body people
1: yeah i mean I know that p f f rank has him ranked i think as the number two tight end I'm not a massive fan um it's and again when we when we say that guys we we want to be proved wrong by him like you know anybody that we say we're not a fan of we want them to have solid careers but I just feel like i'm I'm not on the same page with this guy um you know he's he's way too thin for me he's not gonna be nearly as good in the blocking game because of how thin he is he does f- very natural receiving ability. But when I'm looking at tight ends now, I don't care if you can just catch the football. Like if you, if your only job is again, it's like what I said with running backs. If you can only catch a football, when I put you in there, everybody already knows what we're going to be doing with you. You're going to be catching the football. It's a pass play or it's, you know, whatever the case is, because you can't block. Um, He needs to really put on some weight. And just from what I've noticed, if you haven't put it on and he, again, he put on a lot of weight in college, but if you haven't yeah. put it all on by the time you got to the NFL, the chances of even more coming on is a little slim. Right. You know, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just a little slim. And when I say put it on, we're talking about muscle, not, you know, fat, like, right. oh, and now I just lost his name again. The dude from Green Bay. <laughs> Uh, uh, Eddie Lacy,
0: Oh, oh uh, Eddie Lacey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just, even uh the wide receiver from Carolina. Um God, can't think of his name either. He also Kelvin Benjamin. that oh, was another gosh, one yeah. that just yeah. they put on the weight, all right. Well,
1: was he drafted by I thought he was he was drafted by the Bears, wasn't he? Originally. Uh, Benjamin? No, no, I'm thinking of uh Kevin White. White, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Never mind. Um, but yeah, same stuff, you know. So we're we're talking just muscle, not not fat. Um, but again, I mean he could be fine he he ran a four seven forty, which isn't great, but that's typically more where you see some of these tight ends coming in at. He did have a really good broad jump, which is great, but again two forty three is what it it looks like he's got listed it's just that's just not great size you need to be a lot bigger to take some of these you know two fifty two seventy you know edge rushers that can also run a four <laughs> four
0: you know, right. Like, yeah, and he ran. what I think he was about a four six on his forty. You know, yeah, so nothing yeah, like four crazy. Seven, four seven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so even worse than that. So I mean, I don't have a team that I really like. I mean, you know, anybody that's looking for maybe just a, a secondary receiving tight end could take this guy and probably be happy. But I do not see him being a massive fe- uh, fantasy relevant tight end in his first season by any means. Yeah. All right, next guy we want to talk, uh, chat about Isaiah Likely coming out of Coastal Carolina. This two-star recruit, man. I'm gonna tell you right now when we were just talking about size. Okay, this guy's only 245. Also, not I'm not a fan. of I'm, I want him to be bigger. But mm. when I was watching film on him, I'm sitting here like, dude, that that guy ain't a tight end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy ain't a tight end. He's he's a wide. He's just a big ass wide receiver. Like. <laughs> He's yeah, he is massive. And and I say that with literally the most compl- um compliment possible because, dude, he had insanely good body control and great hands. Mm-hmm. And again, it's Coastal Carolina, which is kind of becoming a powerhouse in their division. Um, yeah. But dude, I mean, it was impressive. Like talking about natural receiving ability. He's literally a receiver that just happens to be classified as
0: a tight end. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He, uh, what I want to say it was like Arkansas state. Um, he had that game where he had eight catches, like 200 and like 30 yards and four scores. Like, I mean, that's insane. I mean, he, like, like you said, I mean, he really has that wide receiver, um, like body style. Um, if he can, you know, put on 15 pounds and stay as, as athletic as he is. Um, I think that's going to be something that's really going to help him shine as a tight end coming into the league.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the one big thing again is if you look at just his positional traits, he's not a bad blocker. He's an average blocker. But you know what? Average blocker is still a good blocker. Well, is still mm-hmm. a blocker. So I'd rather have an average blocker than not a blocker. Ball skills, body control, dude, I would again, is like wide receiver esque. Good speed. Okay. Crazy because he did run a four eight forty. But again, he's six five, two forty three. So no worries. And then again, he's got really good route running. So he's very intriguing to me. Um, I would definitely take a shot on Isaiah Likely over Greg, whatever his last name was. Yeah. <laughs> but again, that's just me.
0: Um anything Don't else you want to add? Sure, whatever you No, I mean you know, he's it's I, I agree. Um, coastal Carolina, you know, like you said, they're becoming a powerhouse. They had, um, I can't remember his name right now, but they had a pretty good quarterback this year, if I remember right, that, you know, obviously, you know, helped, but it also showed what this guy can do. Um, some, uh, one of the comparisons, which is actually kind of interesting because it's actually somewhere I could almost see him even going to, um, in the later rounds, you know, he's probably going to go probably sixth, seventh round, you know, be Mm -hmm. right there at the end. Um, they have him compared to Robert Tanyan. And with his big size and almost like wide receiver esque body, like I could almost even see him, you know, in and up in somewhere like green Bay, you know, that's kind of the, the, the position, you know, they're, they're looking for something big with, they've proven time and time again, they don't want to give the receivers that Rogers wants. So, you know, maybe he can talk them into something like that. He might be a good fit. I think he's going to be a sneaky play for someone. And I think he's going to be, um, you know, that tight end position, you know, you're seeing more, you have the two tight ends per, you know, team. I mean, look, uh, last year the Patriots went out and uh, picked up uh, Hunter Henry and why did I just forget his name? Oh yeah. The dude from uh, um, Tennessee. From Tennessee. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But, you know, so you're seeing more of the, you know, the two tight end sets and, you know, especially, you know, given that extra blocker and stuff, he's definitely going to have to get that body size up a little, but I, I I agree. I think he's definitely a good stash for, you know, dynasty leagues and someone that's going to, you know, possibly going to have a, you know, nice career. Let's be honest, no tight end ever really starts off good their first year. So, you know, it's going to be someone stash. Don't worry about it. Don't, you know, don't panic going into your next year if he was on your taxi and he didn't really do much his rookie season. I think he's someone that could, you know, uh be a good uh, you know, stash for you.
1: Yeah. I I I don't disagree with that. Um last two guys we're going to just run through pretty quickly. Then we wanted to talk about uh which was Jelani Woods. Okay? Coming out of Oklahoma State. Uh mm-hmm. apparently reminds yeah. to first off size-wise, incredible 6'7", 270. Juicy, um, yeah. Loving that. He's another guy that dude, he's got great tools. Um he reminds me of Gronk running those seam routes with Tom Brady. So again, just if you're looking for that style of tight end, like he's gonna be fan, and again at six seven, it's gonna be incredible. The dude does not run still ran a f-
0: still ran a four six, even with that right, size. Right. Still ran a you four know, six. Um
1: well, great route or not great route running, which is where he needs to kind of improve. Um, but another guy that I think is stash worthy for sure, because he could be a breakout superstar that's just hidden here. Mm-hmm. Um, last guy that we wanted to mention was Jalen Wandem- uh, Windemeyer. Coming out of Texas saying him, here's the thing with him. Is again pretty solid size 6'4 257 It's not bad another receiving tight end Very very good like very Mobile for his size Um, Really Mm -hmm. really good loose with those hips he can really change Direction very well runs a full Route tree Um, again Which is what you're really wanting in those receiving tight Ends he does need to work on his Pass blocking or his pass blocking his run Blocking but he tries which is the big thing For me is like he's actually trying to improve That on a daily basis where some of these other guys Could care less no I just want to catch the ball um so it is something the only thing that worries me is dude he ran like a 5 second 40. And I'm like, yeah. "Is that real? Cuz if you watch him play, it's not
0: that bad." <laughs> right, you know, did, ner- did nerves catch in or you know what, what right. happened with him there cuz you know he he did I agree with you there.
1: Right. So he is somebody that really had a good first half of the season. Didn't really finish very strong, but he was dealing with some injuries. So um, we'll kind of just see. So I just want to kind of throw his name out there because I know that it's being passed around heavily, um, you know, by some of these scouts and stuff. So I just want you guys to keep an eye on him. Um, But there you go, guys. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are on these tight ends and these other running backs that we brought up. Don't forget that we got the draft coming up tomorrow. So that would be Thursday. And we're going to be out on Discord. We're going to have some fun. Uh, We'll have a chat open for us so you guys can ask some questions. We can just have some back and forth and really hang out. Again, just enjoy the NFL draft um, together. So don't miss that. Uh, But thanks again, guys, for coming and hanging out with uh, Devin and I and listening to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast. We'll catch you next time. Have a good one, guys. Facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down, yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, man like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you Yeah, I feel like a monster And I'm just in on